You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. While build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 115 and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says it all begins with vision. Joining me on today's show is Danny Bader. Danny is a best-selling author and inspirational speaker whose life was transformed by a near-death experience more than 20 years ago. He started his own company in 2007 that focuses on helping others truly understand themselves by creating a powerful vision for their futures. As one of the nation's most sought after speakers, he routinely gives workshops and keynotes to the biggest organizations in the nation. And to date, he has spent more than 10,000 hours inspiring others to live their best lives. And guess what? We're honored to have him on today's show. Now on today's show specifically, Danny is going to share the value of having a clear vision for your life over the next year and being sure to review it consistently. He's also going to talk about the value of seeking support and being support to others on this wonderful journey called life, as well as the power of faith in God and the virtue or the vital nature of the relationship that we have. So welcome to the show, Danny. Thank you so much, Amory. I'm delighted to be here. Before we dive into all of the great insights that you're going to be sharing with us, I think vision is so important. In Proverbs, it says, you know, those without vision perish. So it's really important when we think of that as Christian entrepreneurs. I wonder if you would share the story, if you don't mind. Uh, 20 years ago, was that when you came to Christ through your near-death experience or had you grown up in a Christian church? Take us back to that moment so we can kind of um, just see your, your journey of faith sure yeah thank you very much so i had grown up in the uh, christian church in the catholic church i have six brothers and a sister yes uh, my uncle was my uncle was a priest mm-hmm. and i had considered the priesthood after i got out of high school and then after i got out of college again so i, I had a, a, a strong faith yes. you know in god and in jesus um when i was 28 years of age in 1992 a friend and i were lowering a ladder metal ladder at a construction site and we thought that we would miss a wire and we didn't the ladder hit the wire by about a quarter of an inch so the electricity raced down the ladder and went into both of us and it killed us and i came back and my friend didn't so 36 wonderful husband father brother just a great guy his his youngest daughter was three months old so i was dead probably for from what the other guy told me, six minutes, Mm. you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, But he had tried CPR on me, the other brother that was there. They weren't my brothers, but two brothers. And uh, had given me up for dead because he said, it's just not working. Yeah. You know, my eyes were rolled back and foam all over the mouth. And he ran and called 911 for, you know, an emergency and then ran back past me and went to work for his brother. Mm. So I I had a, you know, a, a strong faith, you know, prior to the accident. Uh, the accident put me into a bit of a tailspin mm. where my relationship with God was very challenged and uh, I was quite pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Literally, 
at him, at her for doing what they did. Yes. So my, my daughter just came in from track. <laughs> Hello, <dog. laughs> um, yeah, so that would that was kind of what led me up to the accident. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And I think sometimes it's really nice just to hear the backstories, particularly when you hear an introduction and people will often go, oh, I'd love to hear a bit more about that. Just with your journey of sure. business then, is that something that uh, has been developed and nurtured in you throughout your your career? Or have you always had an inkling that entrepreneurship and in business, and particularly speaking to businesses, was something that you were really called to do? How did that work for you? Yeah, thanks. I always had that feeling inside that it was something that I needed to do. And it mm. probably showed up first as being a teacher. Yes. You know, I wanted to be a teacher. I thought about being a priest where I could just support people in their own growth, you know, mm. offer them things to consider. Mm. And I fought that for a little while. Um, you know, when you're growing up, back in the day when I was growing up, teachers didn't make a whole lot of money. Mm. You know, so my dad would say, and, and, and certainly with a, a big heart towards teachers and their vocation, but he would just say, I don't know if you're going to make that much money teaching. So I never really acted on that, that feeling that I had, yes. you know, that, that calling until after the accident. And then I struggled through a couple of different jobs. And then I finally got into corporate America where I was working at a large American bank here. Mm. And um, with the whole intention of getting over to their learning and development area, their education area. And once I got there and once I did a workshop, I think the first one was a half day workshop on goal setting Yes, because I still had to do my other job within the bank. And as soon as I did that, Emory, I was just like, ah, wow. I'm, 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 this is this it. Is, this is, this it. is what I'm called to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then as I, as I got more into that, um, you know, it certainly took a, a focus mm -hmm. of, you know, when I speak and when I write and when I do some coaching and workshops, it's all really designed to help people live happier and more mm. fulfilling lives. Yes. You know, happy is in the moment. It's our energy. Fulfillment is that we're, we're, we're making the right, you know, achievement is defined as an outcome through effort. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment is defined as achievements. So it's a deeper cut to that, mm -hmm. you know, that are, that are desired or predicted. Yes. So we all think about fulfillment when life's tragedies show up, mm -hmm. when we come home from the funeral for a young person. So what I try to get people to do, not in a morbid sense, but to say, let's move from achievements, which you, you'll usually talk about work, mm -hmm. and, and that's important, but let's take it to bigger. You know, let, let's get all these outcomes that are very important in life, mm -hmm. both professionally and personally. Yes, and that really uh, segues beautifully into vision because I'm sure that through all of the thousands of conversations you've had over the years, when we look at vision or think about vision, well, in business, we, we are encouraged to do that, of course, but someone from a personal aspect often doesn't have vision. But as we know, when we don't have vision, uh, often things will perish, and that's what is said in the Bible. So let's talk about the value of having a clear vision for your life over the next year and being sure to review it constantly or and consistently. So mapping out our vision if we haven't done so over the next year, what are some insights that can help us get clarity around that? Because getting clarity can sometimes be a difficult uh, step for many. Oh, sure. Yeah, it, it's work. I just say it. I gave a, a, a talk today down at Marriott, you know, international headquarters a few hours from here, and, and we talked about vision. So the way that vision showed up for me before I, I get to that real quick is all of the principles from, from Jackrabbit, which is a methodology of five principles that I, I coach about and, and speak about. 
and I wrote about in my first book, Back from Heaven's Front Porch, mm. which is very much based on my journey back. It's, it's fictionalized a bit, but very much based on reality. Mm. There was a time when I was in the Outer Banks of North Carolina after the accident, several months. Accident was July. I was down there in October. Mm. I was very depressed, suicidal state. My faith was lacking, to say the least. Um, and I came out of a phone booth there. I had gone into a phone booth and I called my mom and she said, when are you coming home? We can't wait to see you. And I was in a very bad place. And that conversation did something to me, flipped the switch. Mm -hmm. And I walked out of the phone booth and I said, here's the vision piece. I said, I wonder what it's going to be like when I get better. Mm. And as soon as I did that, and that's the first time I entertained that thought of the future of possibilities and potential. Yes. That's where something shifted in me and said, I got to go home. I, I can't do this. I have to get better. Mm -hmm. So that's why vision is so important to me because I think that, that the ability, vision, the ability to imagine what needs to be real, yes. you know, ultimately, ultimately saved me, saved mm -hmm. my life. Mm -hmm. uh, and I call the, the principles jackrabbit because when I was formulating my business as entrepreneurs, right, we come up with names, we come up with logos mm -hmm. and everything else. I vision is so important to me. So I started to Google it and animals and everything else. And I saw a, um, an article that said the jackrabbit has really good vision because its eyes are back on its head and, and relatively high up. Oh, so yeah. if I'm a jackrabbit right now, I essentially see my whole environment, Yes, which is so, so important for us as people. Right. Mm -hmm. And certainly important for us as entrepreneurs, you know, when we're wearing all the hats, we, we need to have that vision, yes, you know, of our business. Do. And you certainly, you certainly understand that. So to help people get clarity in the vision, I try to keep it very simple. And I, I, I don't go out five years, 10 years, whatever. I, I usually keep it within six months or a year. Mm -hmm. And I'll say to them, if I see you a year from now and, you know, we're at a party and we're, we're enjoying a beverage of choice, whatever it might be. And I ask you and I say, hey, how's the past year been since I last saw you? And you say, oh, my God, it's been wonderful. It's, it's been fabulous. Mm -hmm. And I ask why? How would you answer that question? Yeah. That's simply your vision. Yeah. When you look back and say, here's all the things that need to happen in my career, my business, my relationships, and my spirituality, and my health, and my wealth. Mm -hmm. If you answer all of that in past tense, that's essentially your vision. Mm -hmm. So then I'll take the folks through an exercise that I learned um, at the coaching school where I went, the Hudson Institute in Santa Barbara, California. And many people will do a similar exercise, but you write a letter back to yourself from the future. So every year now for the past 11 or 12 years, around November or December, I kind of ask myself if Danny and the Baders, you know, my wife and three kids and my friends and family, mm -hmm. we have a really good year. What does that look like? Yes. And then I just start to take pen to paper and kind of sketch it out. You know, what's my revenue look like? What's my faith look like? Am I going to write a book this year? Am I going to do the audio book? Am I going to go play golf with my college buddies a few times to stay connected to them? Where am I going to give back? You know, what organization inside of my church, you know, I'm working with a great organization now that helps people in recovery. Mm -hmm. They own four homes where people can check in. So you really get clear on everything that you want to focus on for the year. Yes. And then ultimately yeah. that should be our guiding principle. We don't, the world doesn't encourage that. Mm. The world encourages you got 200 emails every day. So stay busy. Yes. So if, if we have that vision, it gives us the ability to look at some other stuff and say, you know what? Doesn't Not fit. really. 
Yeah, doesn't you know? fit. Yeah, I love that because what it does, it takes the pressure off you know, a lot of the worldly things and, and the chatter that we've been t taught and encouraged yeah. to do through corporate or whoever. But this actually allows you to take a step back and go into the visioning, dreaming process, if you will. What would it look like? And then, of course, we've got this great, great uh, paragraphs and lists and so forth. And then, of course, it's all right. So what do I need? Who do I need to be? What choices do I need to make? What things, as you said, do I need to really go? Of and say no that's not going to help me and we reverse engineer if you will what are the steps that I need to take now you say re review it consistently do you give people an indication of whether we look at break it down into quarterly chunks or what's worked really well for you and your clients that you've seen once they've got this vision and it really helps them to move forward uh, in that 12-month period right yeah yeah well typically what we'll do is because one of the workshops that I do is called managing yourself and your stuff mm-hmm so yourself is the jackrabbit principles of vision and mindset and beliefs and, 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 you know, being still, harnessing the power of stillness. Managing your stuff is all the tactical. So when I have folks write this vision letter, most times they'll write it in their calendar, their, their diary as an all-day event on Friday. Mm -hmm. So it sits right up at the top of their calendar and it says vision 2018. So then I'll, and, and I'll say, okay, put, you know, recurrence every week and it ends on July 3rd, December 31st. Yeah. So I want them to engage with that. Hmm. And then I say, okay, based on that, you probably have some projects that need to be finished monthly, mm -hmm. you know, in the next three, four months. So where are you keeping a good list of your projects, you know, now, so it'd be your June, July, August projects that are driving that vision. And then from your projects, how do you create your to-do list? Mm. So that yes. really, okay, here's my actions. That are finishing my projects so that I fulfill my vision for the year. Yes, what I love about this is is that uh, so often we get stuck, and that is because when we project a vision or we start to think about some things, we immediately go into the how, and because we don't know how yet, we don't have the resources, we haven't gotten team, all of that, we stop. Sure. But this way, it is really setting that, defining that, and then working backwards and, and really continuing to keep focused on that. Because sometimes, again, we, we hide it away and then we don't uh, look at it again till the 12 months are over and we go, oh, okay. So, uh, um, great tip. <laughs> we've got to engage a lot more with it. And you, and you think about so many great leaders mm. that have incorporated vision. I mean, Steve Jobs, if you, if you remember the story when he came back to Apple, mm -hmm. it was in Time of Newsweek. In a, and I'll paraphrase, he said to his team, that, you know, everybody thought they were going to sell off the technology and Apple stock is down. And he said, all we need to do is develop something smaller than a deck of playing cards that holds 10,000 songs. Hmm. And his leadership team is going, but well, well, we, how are we going to do that? We don't have the technology. He said, just imagine yes. a playing cards that hold 10,000 songs. Yeah. And then we'll figure it out. You know, Walt Disney, Walt Disney was walking around before Disney was built mm. and he and Roy were out in the grounds and, and uh, his brother Roy said to him, I, I really hope that, that we live to see this. Mm. And, and Walt just looked at him and smiled and said, I've already seen, it. you know, so it, it's that notion of, yeah. and you know, in our faith, you know, when I do, you know, so sometimes my, I mean, my faith always shows up in my talks, whether mm. I'm in corporate or not. And I think I do it in, in such a way. Um, where it's not preachy, mm. it's not offensive to people. They just understand that I have a, a strong spiritual nature. Mm -hmm. That nature is organized in a different way maybe than somebody else's. Mm -hmm. And as long as your organization leads you, you to love, then I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Absolutely. When we, when we talk about vision, remember, you know, Jesus has the two thieves next to him on the cross. Mm -hmm. And the one saying, hey, if you're, get us down here, save us. You know, and the other one said, no, you know, we, we deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. He didn't do anything. And Jesus turns to him and he, I mean, it's, it's a, a great piece of vision. Isn't it? He says, today you will be with me in paradise. Yeah. So he took that man to the possibility. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine that a lot of his suffering just subsided yes. because he, he started to imagine the future state of value mm -hmm. and that, that's what vision is. Yeah, you I know, love so that. I love that. So many lessons in that, particularly if we look at uh, the example that you gave of Steve Job. And this is a reminder for all of us. We may be sitting on an idea that is as small as if we can put so many songs on it. Um, and and who are the voices and the people that we are allowing to speak into our lives over us? Are they naysayers? Are they people who are distracting us? Or are they people who can get alongside you, guide you, um, but but support and create an environment in which that vision continue can continue to be developed and growing? Because and this is the Christian Entrepreneurs uh, podcast. This idea is an idea that is a divine idea that has been planted in you. You have been gifted. You have been strengthened. You're, you're the path and the challenges that you have overcome have built the strength and uh, the tenacity in you for you to spearhead that idea. So get it out on paper and uh, certainly, and I'll share with people how they can get a copy of your book and resources and how to connect with you. Because I think the way that you've just explained it is just, it's um, so empowering and I think people get stuck. If you don't have a vision, you can see how it's very difficult to build a business that can continue to be a kingdom business, but one that can make mm -hmm. an impact because we're shifting and changing all of the time and often distracting. Let's talk about the right. value of seeking support. It kind of touches on what we were talking about earlier, but not just seeking support, but also being support to others. This is so important, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, it absolutely is. And when you when you create as entrepreneurs, as we create our vision, um, and one of the things I learned again after my accident, I had the mindset that nobody understood what I was going through, mm. so I wouldn't let my six brothers, my sister, my my dear friends in. And, and then as I went through that journey, I realized, man, I, I need help. I need mm. support right now. It's okay that they don't understand. How can I expect them to understand? Yes. You know, and I would always sometimes have the judgment and probably some of our listeners, you know, people may, may say something that doesn't come out right, mm. you know, and we go, oh, they just say stupid things or, or whatever. But then I'll, I'll shift to people and I'll say, well, maybe you should just be thankful they said something. Hmm. maybe that's what's coming from the heart. The fact that it was stupid to you is because they, they don't know what you're going through yeah. and, and they don't know how to phrase their thoughts. So seeking support is, is vital with people. Hmm. And if you look at all the studies, the happiest people are the ones with the strongest relationships. Hmm. So as, as we're entrepreneurs, we got to make sure that we let people know what we're up to. Yes. Share your vision with them and say, hey, here's where I'm going. And you know what? I need your help. Hmm. So when I feel like crap, can I give you a call? Can we, you know, you see what I mean? Yes. You got to surround yourself. So, so my sister, I only have one. She's probably my best friend. Mm. And then I have two college buddies that are, that are right there. And I have a, a priest friend of mine, Father Connolly, that I've known since 1981 mm -hmm. that wrote the foreword for my third book. I met Jesus for Miller Lite. Yeah. He wrote the foreword and he helped me with some of the dialogue because Jesus is a character that shows up in this book. Mm -hmm. I won't give too much away, but you have to have those people around you. Yes. You know, it's like something about, and then, the, oh, oh, yep. Continue. And then I'll ask you a question about that. 
Yeah. So, so the two pieces of support is, is the people, of course, mm -hmm. but then is, is uh, faith is God mm. for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without that, you know, there's a great quote Abraham Lincoln said. He said, I've been driven to my knees so many times by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. Mm, I love that. We try it on our own and then we just surrender and yeah. say, I need your help. <laughs> and you know what? I think when we get to that stage where we go, you know what? I, I, I'm i going to pray about it before I even think that I need help. Because in that, sure. I mean, we're called to do that too, aren't, aren't we? Um, but then incredible opportunities will often uh, present themselves. You, you spoke and, and listed about the people that you surrounded yourself, some key people. And I want you to speak a little bit into that, just on, on how you went about finding them. And to be, we need to be mindful too about who we allow into that circle. I remember a conversation I had probably a month or so ago with someone, say keep a close-knit team around and select them and give them, and this is something that I think was really valuable, he said give them the permission that they see something that they can come to you uh, and to discuss it with you. He said because there were some decisions that I made in my business that when things flopped, one of my colleagues uh, came up and said, yeah, you know what, I didn't want to say anything, but I kind of saw you going in that direction. And it was that time he oh, realized, sure. oh, I should have given them permission to speak because sometimes people around us can see things but they don't want to say anything if we haven't invited them or encouraged them to do so yeah yeah that is vital now now thankfully my sister <laughs> she, she, she just says it anyway <laughs> she's the oldest and then seven brothers so yeah she's she's good that way but you you do and and you know my other two buddies and, mm. and i know that they all love me and they love my family and they care for me very much yes but they have the ability to hold me very accountable to myself you know, to call the proverbial BS on me sometimes and say, hey, wait a minute, mm. this this doesn't seem right. Yeah. Um, so you have to surrender, and they have to have the same values as you. Yes. You know, Very I think important. it's really important that we operate from the same same values. Mm -hmm. You know, if not, I, I don't. I just don't think it's a good fit. Yes. Yeah. And I love the way that you're saying, you know, being a support to others because, you know, when as we continue to grow in faith and lean into him and really be guided uh, in, in the direction and grow these kingdom businesses, we are often able then to support others who come across our path, of course. And I think it's important because what we're learning, we can then impart into others, which is so wonderful to have a, a podcast like this where we can share other people's journeys because if through listening right. to you and your expertise, we can fast track something or someone's, you know, know struggling with a, a challenge and all of a sudden oh I loved what Danny had to say I'm going to get a copy of his book then that's really um, you know what what it sure. all means and why we do this let's talk about the power of faith in God and the vital nature of the relationship we have this should be core for all of us as Christian entrepreneurs yes oh yeah yeah so so the interesting thing you know you asked me Emery when we started you know did I have a faith that I grew up in, in, in a Christian household and I did it, and on the cover of um, Back from Heaven's Front Porch, it says at, you know, at, at 3.55, I believed in heaven. At 4.15, I knew. Mm. That's the tagline. So the gift that I was given is that I my body stopped, mm. and there was a part of me that didn't. You know, I believe it's my soul, my spiritual essence. Yeah. It's the energy that of God that's in all of us, right? Mm -hmm. Corinthians, you know, don't you know that your temple of God and in you resides God? Yeah. And and I think if 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 we get to that and we realize that there's that divine energy in here, we create some stillness. Mm. That's another principle, right? And how many times the Bible says, "Be still." Mm. You know, I think it 
you know, it's 160 times and know that I am God. Yeah. So we really have to shut the world out and let that energy just settle. Mm -hmm. And that's where we'll hear, we'll feel, we'll gather courage. And, and then, then we can move on mm -hmm. really, really important for that. Yes. Yeah. But one, I, you know, I had that, when I had that accident and I just was so mad at God, how could he let this happen? Mm. You know, like many of us. And I've come to the realization now that, you know, and, and, and I met Jesus from Miller Light. That's a message that's in there mm -hmm. that this is an imperfect world. Mm -hmm. God's not behind the curtain pulling the strings. Mm -hmm. So when he allows a wonderful father of three children to die, he didn't do it. Mm. It's the world. Yeah. It's the fact that I, I was looking and the sun was there and the wind was blowing and we missed by a quarter of an inch mm. with this human error. Yeah. So once, once I've adopted that belief, I still hurt, you know, when we lose people, mm. you know, when, when my friends lost their daughter at 17 years ago, I mean, we all hurt, we're humans. Mm. But if, if you understand that God left his message to imperfect people, I mean, if you look at the band of apostles that he left it to, yes. I mean, some of these guys were train wrecks, mm -hmm. you know, they ran away, they were cowards, they lied and said they didn't know him. Yeah. And, and and he left them the message because he knew that they would struggle with it. Mm. And he didn't give it to the educated of Rome and everything else. You know, and this is some great learnings that in conversations that I have with my friend, you know, some of my friends, but Father Conley. Mm. And once I really internalized that, that it, it is an imperfect world, mm -hmm. it's okay. Yes. And and when when we need help, you know, we surrender in that imperfection. And and you know, one of my greatest lines that I write about, I think in every book is St. Paul just said, press on, mm -hmm. press on, yes. you know, I've run the race, I've fought the good fight, all of those different, there's, there, there's some of my favorite ones, mm -hmm. just take a deep breath, hug yourself and press on because this is not, this is not such a big deal. Mm. You know what I mean, we yes. want to create business, we want to hit our goals, we want to make money. But it's how do we go about doing that? Because yes. that's, I think, what gives the, us the ability for our energy to carry on and, and get to heaven. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as Christian entrepreneurs, you know, we are, it, it, when we're encouraged to um, be involved in ministry, of course, our businesses and building kingdom businesses can really become the ministry because as we continue to generate profits, we are able to give more to various organizations who are on the ground supporting others. So, you know, we we can contribute, you know, value in, in that sense. And I think when we realize, yeah. as you said and reminded us of, you know, the Spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit, lives in us we are temples that you know we have a direct connection to the creator of the universe i mean that in itself really when you sit and think about it that's pretty fantastic you know and it as sure you say is. things happen in this world but we're given we're created he created us with free will now sometimes mm -hmm. that free will can be a little bit of a cha challenge but i think you know he's a loving forgiving god and i think as you said sometimes we can get caught up in all that negativity um but oh, realizing sure. you know what he loved us so much he sent his son who he just loved and adored to die for us so that we can live with mm -hmm. him in eternity and i think uh, when we realize as you did that um life does go on and uh, as i said free will uh, once we can understand that then that peace hope and comfort that so many people are searching for and that answer why and what's my purpose 
Um, right. All of those answers are there in front of us. You know, it's, yep. um, that's the, the message that we can certainly uh, share. Oh, look, it's been such a pleasure and honour to speak with you, Danny. How can people find out more about your work, about your books, and how they can connect with you? Oh, thank you so much. So my website is just www.dannybader.com. Um, Amazon has all three books on there. The first is Back from Heaven's Front Porch, mm -hmm. Five Principles for Creating a Happy and Fulfilling Life. The second is Abraham's Diner, Simple Wisdom for More Control and Focus. And the third one is I Met Jesus for a Miller Lite. Mm -hmm. So they can go on Amazon and, and take a look and get an understanding of them. And um, yeah, if, if, you know, if the spirit moves them to look into it a little bit more, I, I would welcome that yeah fantastic and of course we'll put all of uh, those links on our show notes ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash tce 115 danny one of the things i'm doing for all of my guests and i would be honored to do that for you is just closing the show with a word of prayer may i do that for you as well absolutely absolutely fantastic. thank you father god thank you for the opportunity to speak with danny and hear his testimony and his story and really uh, just showing how much he loves you his faith father we can go through trials and traumas and challenges and without you there not realizing how much you love us and how much uh, you know you you we can find strength in you we just want to thank you that we're reminded uh, in that father we just want to ask for your continued blessing and favor on the work that danny is doing with his books may they find the homes of people who need to hear that message so that they can be blessed through the experiences and the learnings and the insights uh, that Danny has learned. Father, we just want to um, uphold his family and uh, his clients as well in, in our thoughts and prayers that they will continue to really get to know you, love you, so that we can all continue to be, build kingdom businesses that honour uh, you and contribute to uh, various uh, aspects of, of uh, missions and, and organizations that are really supporting others who may not necessarily be able to support themselves. We just want to ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute delight. I learn every time I speak to a guest and uh, you certainly have given lots of uh, food for thought. I'll go back and revisit my vision and make sure that I look yes. at that every day. It, it does sit in a journal of mine, but uh, I certainly don't read that every day, but it's certainly a great reminder of why it is so important uh, to do that. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Anne-Marie, thank you very much. God bless and keep up the good work. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>